1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Time for some of the news that didn't make the news. Looking to get a promotion? We have the key you need to make that happen. And you put ice in orange juice or milk or beer or wine. It is Tuesday, March 7th, 2017. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your... News that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, when your coworkers keep popping by your desk to talk to you, Mm -hmm. you know they do the Mm -hmm. stop and talk,
0: Mm -hmm. it's tough to get any work done, right? You don't want to be Mm -hmm. rude, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, come on, man. (laughs) We don't really have to deal with that too much because we're kind of sequestered here in this corner, but where we get caught is at the coffee machine in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I wander around and just check in with everybody. Am I that guy? You're that guy.
2: Way to go, Tim. I do it, too, but I just want to get, like, the what's going on down here? What are you guys doing? I just want to know what's going on, you Making know? my rounds, checking in. Yeah, getting the gossip.
1: <laughs> Who's flying the plane? <laughs> you know, like, aimless web surfing, only you're walking around. So here's a pretty brilliant solution. There's a new app for the Google Chrome web browser called Nope. Nope. Nope is... Pretty cool. When you click it, the app calls your cell phone, and then you can pick up that call and start having a fake conversation that seems important. And hopefully, Fritz or Tim will walk away.
2: There you go. I usually do. I'm like, I'll be right back. Is, yeah. And you will. Oh, yeah. Because I need, I need to just talk to you.
1: You can get it for free by Googling Nope Chrome.
0: Nope, Chrome. I don't. Th-
1: I think there have been other apps that
0: have kind of served the same purpose. What are you going to do when you're on maternity leave and you don't have that?
2: I'm going to go out. I'm going to go meet and talk to people. She's going
1: to show up in the building with her baby.
2: <laughs> I am. Hey guys, I'm here. Right. I know. I was actually, I met with our HR director last week, or I can't remember when, but I was asking her, like, well, what all am I allowed to do? Like, am I allowed to post on our pages? Am I allowed to blah, blah, blah? And for like the six weeks that you're on technical disability, you're not supposed to do anything. And I'm like, how is that even going to be possible that I can't do anything? Nothing. Yeah, but what I can't that? visit you. I can come in on my own and visit you and talk to mm. you, but I can't like You
1: can't actually do any work. You can't actually lift a finger.
2: Yeah, I can't post. Like if I want you guys finger! I know. If I want you guys to put a put a picture of the baby up, I have to send it to Tim, and then he has to post it. Oh, mm, I'm here well, for what it. do you know? I know. I'm going to be writing you like, "Will you put, oh, this, God, up? Will get you get put this up?" Oh God, you're going to get hundreds of baby pictures. Will you put this
0: up? Need to clear some space out of your phones. You got room?
2: Will you come over and go live?
0: <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> That's funny.
2: Isn't that weird though? I mean, I get it. You know, mm. laws,
0: <laughs> laws and stuff.
1: Be fascinating to see how this all plays out. I want yeah. it though. Mm-hmm.
2: Hey, I'm 29 weeks today, baby.
0: I know. I'll be here before you know it. The baby so,
2: is the size of a butternut squash, and when I'm at oh. the grocery store and I look at the produce, I'm like, Oh, I'll be damned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so for six weeks, you can't do anything if you're on disability. So the disability here it's six weeks, and then that's if, well, you, that's
2: if you have a vaginal birth, and like then an, if you
1: do a C-section, a C-section it's eight. It's weeks. eight.
2: Yeah. And then after that, you're considered like you can take time off, but it's not paid or you're on vacation or whatever. There's like all these other rules, but yeah. Have you been
0: educating yourselves about the two different uh, types of birth and are you prepared a little bit for what's going to go down there?
2: And I have our, um, we have an eight hour baby class coming up on April the 8th where they go more in depth. With those kinds of things. Are we going to show you movies? Yeah. Oh, eight hours is
0: all it takes,
1: huh?
2: From nine to four, baby. Wow. <laughs> oh, and I bet Scott's You're thrilled. ready. You should have heard Scott and I, we're going to try and dip out about noon. <laughs> 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 I was like, babe, if we get to the hospital, we have no idea where we're going. Like, it's also the tour, and they show you. All, everything. You know. Like, we'll I have no idea. I want to show up. Like, we're here. I, I am
1: your mother. Thing. I trained for eight whole hours. I <laughs> had a race, you Mister?
2: That's right.
1: All right, if you want to get promoted, start having more sex. A new study by Oregon State University found that both men and women who have sex at least once a day, not with your boss.
0: (laughs) Although I bet that in some instances could benefit you. Has made
1: a difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, A new study shows that men and women who have sex at least once a day
2: are more... Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...likely to get promoted than people who do not. And the researchers think it's because people who have that much sex are generally happier... And that translates over to being more productive at work, and even with their extra job responsibilities, they still had a better work-life balance than people who had less. What steps. do you know? All right, we got to take a break. Hey, there's a man up on charges in Austin, Texas, at this hour for allegedly getting very personal with a fence.
0: One man now facing charges after officers arrested him for trying to have intercourse with the fence. Woman called 911 after spotting Eliodoro Estala. She told police Estala then took off his clothes and tried to copulate with the fence. Officers say Estala was drunk when they arrived at the scene.
1: And also, he and the fence were very much in love, which they don't mention because <laughs> fake news, that's a new one arrest having sex with the fence. And the craziest thing about this story is it didn't happen in Florida all right seven thirty seven Jeff and Jen nothing that sucks the classiness out of a glass of wine like plunking a few ice cubes in it. oh, but I've done it.
0: Have you the purest that you are
1: yeah, as far as white wine is concerned, I'm not a white wine drinker at all. I don't like white wine, and if i'm if there's nothing else to drink. If it's not cold, I'm like, just throw some ice cubes in it. It doesn't matter. I'm not enjoying it anyway. <laughs> but but there's nothing else.
0: At least make it cold.
2: Right. Isn't it supposed to be served chilled white?
1: Yeah, typically, but it's not always, yeah. depending on where you go.
0: That's funny, because yeah. I'd probably do the opposite. I'm not crazy about red, but I something about you. it being cold yeah. does make it more tolerable. No, I'm with
1: you. Um, Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to put ice in it, but if it's not chilled, i pass. Just... Not have any more. We go to El mm-hmm. Toro every week and we all get margaritas except for the month of Lent. Right. For this Here. Lentil period. <laughs> Here on the wagon. But my my friend Ashley always orders the Burgundy with ice. Mm-hmm. And we all just like roll our eyes like,
0: really, Ashley? <laughs> yeah. That's just how she rolls. <laughs> That's how she does it.
2: Oof. Yep.
1: Yeah, if it's been sitting back behind the bar and it's room temperature, can't do it. But those places where, you know, when it comes out, it's at least 50 degrees 52 53 degrees it's more tolerable especially if you're not a, a big fan of it but there's nothing else mm-hmm. but evidently people yeah they'll they'll put ice cubes and orange juice
2: oh yeah i like that i mean think about when you get like a screwdriver it has ice in it what about mm-hmm. beer yeah no. i've done that in mexico because a lot of times when you get a beer it's Ish like lukewarm ish. Yeah, I can't. And you, I can't do. It's hard. So I just throw a couple cubes in there. It melts fast and still colds. Can you do
1: warm beer, Tim? Depends (sighs) what style of beer.
2: Oh no, really?
1: Like a lager? No, but a darker beer. Yeah. I'm not saying I want to drink it hot, but it doesn't gross me out. I can't.
2: Mm. Mm -mm.
1: Yeah, eighteen percent will put ice in orange juice. Fifteen percent will put it in white wine. 6% 6% drop ice in beer. 5% will drop ice in milk.
0: Is that sacrilege, Jeff? Uh, the milk drinker you are.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm really not a milk drinker. I haven't
1: been for years. You gave it up? Yeah, I mean, I will if it's around, but I almost never buy it.
2: It's not good when it's watered down, though. That's the thing. No. Like, if you're going to put ice in it... You yeah, I may as well
1: just get nonfat.
2: You got to drink it fast. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs>
1: And then for more traditional iced drinks, 86% put ice in soda.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's weird not to have it. Mm-hmm. Like I was at a restaurant over the weekend where they brought a pitcher of root beer and there wasn't any ice in it. And that's just weird.
2: Yeah. My boyfriend's mom, that's how she ordered Diet Coke, no ice, no straw. She doesn't want any part of it. She just yeah. drinks it.
0: When I was Drink in out. London,
1: I would order a Diet Coke and they would bring me a Diet Coke in a glass. Mm-hmm. Room, room temperature, temperature right? Yeah. With no ice, and I'd say, "Oh, all right, I forgot they don't do that." Could I please have some ice in it? And after they look at you like you got two heads, they take it and they come back, and there's maybe like two or three little tiny yeah. cubes floating,
2: floating at the top head, of though? it. Yeah, you'll deal with that again when you that. go to France. Same thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: I want lots of ice, please. Seventy-three
1: percent put it in water. Twenty-nine percent prefer iced coffee to hot and 26% drink iced tea over hot tea. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I can do I can do hot I uh, that's how I am. I like hot coffee in the morning, iced coffee in the afternoon.
0: That's a routine for certain
1: Plus, it's that time of year now when everyone remembers that college basketball is a thing worth paying attention to.
0: Here comes March Madness. Yay. I watched a lot of that over the weekend, too.
1: More importantly, the gambling that goes along with it. <laughs> New study ranking all 291 cities with at least one Division I college basketball team from the best place for fans to the worst.
0: Okay, how do we do? <laughs>
1: We're not even on there. No. Kentucky's
2: got to be on that list of the best and the worst.
1: I'll tell you. The rankings are based on things like the number of college basketball teams, how well they've done over the past three years, the cost of tickets, and how they engage their fans on social media. Top five. Chapel Hill, North Carolina, home of the University of North Carolina. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, home of UCLA, USC, and several other schools. Durham, North Carolina, home of... Duke.
2: Duke University.
1: Duke University bloomington indiana home of indiana university and philadelphia pennsylvania home of last year's champions villanova and several other schools
0: how about that
2: how did kentucky not even make that list well that's just the top five that's
1: just the top five
2: i i still think they should be in the top five
1: the city that came in 291st place (laughs) is new britain connecticut Home of the Central Connecticut State University Blue Devils, the men's team finished 5 and 26, 4 and 25, and 6 and 23 over the past three years. Wow.
0: Yeah. That is rough. <laughs> <laughs> that is rough for everybody, man. The team, the fans, the school. When you're that big of a loser. Right. Ouch. We need to give a
2: shout-out, too, if we're talking about basketball. NKU. NKU. Play, yeah, they play tonight. And if they win tonight, I think they play at 7 o'clock again. And if they win, then they automatically have their first round bid into the NCAA tournament. First, first time ever. First time ever that they've been eligible in school history. So that's so cool. That's, that's awesome. very cool. I know. I'm excited. Let's root for them, gang.
1: It really pays to be optimistic. Which this guy learned the hard way. 49-year-old Alan Cochran was in court last week in Norfolk, Virginia, facing two felony charges. He was accused of stealing $33 worth of sharp cheddar cheese from a grocery store in 2015. It's quite a bit of cheese. And the second charge was for not showing up at a previous court hearing. Well, the good news for Alan is the jury found him not guilty of stealing the cheese, but unfortunately he wasn't even there to hear the verdict because he didn't show up. Oops. Apparently, this guy sat through the whole trial last Thursday, but didn't bother coming back for the verdict on Friday because he was sure they were going to find him guilty. Mm. The crazy part is he probably would not have faced any jail time for the other charge. No. But when he didn't show up for the verdict, the jury decided, screw him. They're going to give him the maximum sentence now of five years in jail. Wow. So now the guy is on the run, and as of last night, the cops were still trying to track him down. Thanks for listening to the Q102
0: Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.